With Long Island local news on Tuesday, October 10th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. Republican Edward P. Romaine has $1,539,352 in the race for Suffolk County Executive, and Democrat David Colon has just a bit less, it looks like $1,000,000. $19,685 heading into the final stretch. According to campaign reports filed Friday, Scott Idler reporting on Newsday.com that Romaine, the Brookhaven town supervisor since 2012 in Cologne, a former federal and state prosecutor who now leads an investment firm, are running to replace of a county executive Steve Ballone. A Democrat, term limited after serving 12 years. The four-year term comes with a $234,124 salary. Election day, November 7th this year, Cologne has raised $526,390 since mid-July, compared to Romaine's haul of $460,021. New state campaign filings show the reports cover fundraising between July 13th and uh, October 6th, Cologne said he's proud to have broad support from labor unions, business folks, and people from across Suffolk County. The Romaine campaign deferred comment to Suffolk County GOP Chair Jesse Garcia, who said the filing show Romaine 76 of Center Riches is, quote, getting a lot of support from small, medium, and large donations from people who have an interest either economically based on having small businesses in the region or average voters. And quote, since July, Cologne's campaign has spent $1.88 million, while the Romaine campaign has spent $461,521, according to state filings. Cologne 50 of Setauket spent $1.1 million on television commercials, nearly five times more and the $240,395 Romaine's campaign spent, according to filings. Cologne has loaned his campaign a total of $750,000 since 2022. He loaned $250,000 in July of 2022 and another $250,000 in January of this year and an additional $250,000 in July. In other news, Stony Brook University has named Wendy Pearson as its new vice president for strategic initiatives. Pearson, who will begin the position on November 1st, replaces Matt Whelan, who resigned in 2020 to become president of Caldwell University in New Jersey. Pearson, who most recently served as the senior advisor to the provost at the University of Hawaii, will report to Stony Brook University President Marie McGinnis and work with campus leaders and partners to identify and advance Stony Brook's institutional priorities. Stephen J. Coates reporting on 27East.com that in a release announcing Pearson's appointment, the university stated among her responsibilities would be to ensure the implementation of the recently completed strategic plan, including developing an overall plan for the Southampton campus, which has languished with enrollment dwindling since Whelan's departure, New York State Assembly person Fred W. Thiel Jr. offered tempered praise for Pearson's hiring. Quote, I am pleased to hear of the long overdue appointment of Wendy Pearson as vice president for strategic initiatives, including responsibility for the Southampton campus. He said after years of neglect, there is much to do so that the Southampton campus can meet its unfilled potential. I look forward to working with Ms. Pearson to ensure Campus is, again, something Stony Brook University and the Southampton community can be proud of. And finally, tomorrow evening, Riverhead Town's Anti-Bias Task Force will hold a meet-and-greet event to celebrate National Hispanic Heritage Month. Quint Nigro in RiverheadLocal.com reporting tomorrow's event scheduled for the Antigua Cafe at 309 East Main Street in Riverhead, starting at 6 p.m., anti-bias task chair uh, Mark McLaughlin said there will be complimentary hors d'oeuvres and entertainment, um, adding that Wednesday's festive occasion will be a good moment for people to learn more about the task force and become acquainted with uh, the members, celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, and understand the goals 
of the anti-bias task force. Quote, we'd like to be a beacon of hope, he said. Again, that's tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. at Antigua Cafe in Riverhead. Reading the weather in Southold in honor of Lynn Mara joining us um, at the bottom of the hour to talk about an exhibit that she uh, is doing at Glenn Hansen Gallery in Southold. Looking like isolated showers before noon today, mostly sunny, otherwise with a high near 65 degrees. Southwest wind 7 to 9 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20 Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 50 degrees. Southwest wind 7 to 9 miles per hour. Right now it's 60 degrees. We've got more Maui tracks. I promised that Lily May Harrington track. But first, uh, Big Brother and the Holding Company. Maui from the 1971 record, How Hard It Is, on WLIWFM's weekday morning and midnight show, The Heart. Recorded live from the heart of the East End, the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, featuring music from all decades and genres, and interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you. I'm going to be right back.
That's Lily Mae Harrington Maui from The Sun Is My Lover EP right here on WLIWFM. How about a little reggae? This is Damon Williams, my island Maui. Oh, wait, no. Damon on deck. This is Root Down. This is the acoustic version of their Maui track from the 2012 record Grown in Oregon. Take me back to Maui. That's where I want to go. Slow, take me back to Maui. That's where I want to go. Take it nice and slow. Jumping off the waterfalls, except for sick of fools. Feel the aloha, sleep under the stars, down on the beach. Me and you in a world of peace. And as the love in our heart starts to grow, taking the backwards home, feeling the trade was born. Ola kahunua, emala maana, from Honolulu all the way to Lahaina. Take me back to Maui. That's where I wanna go. Take it nice and slow. Take me back to Maui. That's where I wanna go. Take it nice and slow. My Ohana in Oahu know that it's true. The 
way you treat the silence, the way it treats you. Leave it to man to mess with God's lanks. Down in Honolulu, they wanna show the same. I wanna replay my day in Kiev. So what you say? Come and walk this way. I don't wanna wait. Let's jump on a plane, fly to Maui. First thing today, take me back to Maui. That's where I wanna go. Take it nice and slow. Take me back to Maui. That's where I wanna go. Take it nice and slow. So let's go.
Damon Williams, my island Maui from the 2001 record on the island. I've got one more Maui track. It's actually Voodoo Child, a slight return from Jimi Hendrix Experiences live in Maui performance in 1970. So we'll play that right on the back end of our next chat segment underwritten by Southampton Arts Center. Grateful to have on with us another artist, Lynn Mara, uh, whose work is currently exhibiting in the Glen Hansen Gallery, if I'm not mistaken, on the North Fork. Good morning, Lynn. Thank you for being with us. Oh, good morning, John. It's a pleasure to be on with you. So tell tell us everything. Are you indeed showing at Glen's place in the Big Red Barn <laughs> in Southolt? It's, it's true, uh, it, and it is on the North Fork. It's a great space. Uh, I'm so indebted to uh, to Glenn and to Adam, but Glenn has just really taken me under his wing over the last couple of years since I met him, and uh, he's introduced me to so many really cool artists and people. I've joined the uh, the East End Arts Group and Wendy Weiss, and so it's really yeah, it's been wonderful. Are you are you teaching with them? Uh, What what's your connection with East End Arts? I'm not teaching. No, I just I joined the. I joined the group, and I would, I'm happy to do whatever I can to help them to promote East End Arts. Uh, uh, having grown up in Southampton, and went to I went to Mercy High School on, uh, in Riverhead on the oh North gosh. Fork, and yeah, so it's kind of really going back to my roots. I wish I could be there in person with you, but I, I live in Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, although we do have a place out there, it's a beautiful and my family's still. Greenwich. Greenwich is gorgeous. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, but home is still always Southampton. Right. When I think of home, yeah, my family's there and so uh, and friends and love to be out there. Well, we're Wish cer- I was with you. We're certainly your, your, home st- your hometown station here on Hill Street. Uh, you'll be happy to know that your, the beloved movie theater is getting a, a major uh, love renovation. There's a lot going on there. Uh, do, you, do you remember seeing movies there as a kid? Absolutely. And I just was out there last week and I, I'm, I, I saw the scaffolding up and yeah. very excited and wondering what was going on and uh, was it going to be the theater again? I, I wasn't really sure what they were doing, but that's, yes, I went to movies there. My gosh. So it's, it's, um, it's in good hands as it seems, or certainly deep pockets. So it's A.B. Rosen yeah. who owns uh, so many iconic historic buildings in the city, so you know whatever is going to be done is going to be done right, and obviously it oh. has its historic designation, so there are are guidelines about it. Uh, but we're very excited. I, I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful and really cool, uh, and oh. I'm not I'm not really uh, worried uh, at all about it. But what what are some films you saw there growing up? Oh my gosh. Uh... That's that's the question I wasn't anticipating, and it's been so long. Um, I, <laughs> I I certainly uh, spent so many, so much of my childhood there because that's how you know I can't I can't think of a of a, of a particular and, and of movie. course yeah and of um, course like the one that will come to you is one that will be like oh that one's kind of kind of silly. I saw that you know I I saw the um, the Mister Rogers movie there. That was the only oh, film. Oh, you did? Oh, my gosh. It was so special because at the time, uh, our station was run by uh, Wally Smith, who went to seminary with uh, Fred Rogers. And so it, no was re- it was really special. And, and it was right on the, the, the precipice of our getting purchased by uh, PBS. So it was yeah. really, it was really very special. It was uh, honestly, I, probably one of the final films that even screened there um, because it didn't feel like it was long afterward uh, that everything shut down. But then again, uh, the pandemic was sort of a black hole where the encompassing five years surrounding it uh, has just been, it's tough. It's tough to piece together uh, what, when everything occurred. Um, yeah. But getting back to you and getting back to growing up here in Southampton, can you talk about mm. w- when did you really uh, get into art, into creating? Well, right from the beginning. Um, and I did think of a movie. Uh, I'm going to get back to this question in one second, but it's, it gives you a little idea of 
<laughs> I'm not, you know, in my 20s or 30s anymore. So Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was a film I saw at that at Southampton Theater. That's but awesome. I've been so I've been painting since I was a kid. And one of the first things we we lived on, we my family still has the house on Hill Street. My sister <gasps> Carrie and her husband Nick own it. Um, but we, my parents, uh, had a, an amazing garden and just farm animals and stuff. And so we would uh, sell the flowers and vegetables and stuff out on the out on Hill Street from oh, a little stand. Our back neighbors. When it was, uh, yes, yes. And so I would get out there and you know sell the flowers. But I uh, soon realized that I could probably sell my art out there too. And so I sold my very first painting from that stand Stop on Hill it. Street too a uh, tennis pro from the Southampton Beach Club um, from the bathroom tennis as he was driving by. And I think that had to be over 50 years ago. And he paid me $40 for it. And I thought I had hit the jackpot. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, you, you kind of did. And what 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 what, <laughs> what was it? It was it was a um, a piece of driftwood that I had collected with my art teacher, Jane Dosher. Uh, from down at the beach, and I painted a sea witch on it. So it was really cool, actually. I, yeah. I do remember it. Yeah. That's like, that's <laughs> like, so right off the bat, I mean, you're doing like really like high quality artisanal, <laughs> you know, you're, you're sourcing your materials from the shores. Uh, you're yeah. painting these, these really unique maritime scenes. What, what kind of sea witch? What did she look like? Um, well, you know, it was suggested by the shape of the wood. So, uh, you know, and remember, I was only probably 10, 11 or 12 at the How time. Cool. But, you know, yeah. And so I still to this day, um, look for things everywhere I go, everything inspires me and I'll pick something up. But you know, that piece of driftwood, I seem to see her, she was, you could see this sea witch right in the wood, as you often can, if you look at something, right. uh, certainly long enough. And, you know, uh, to this day, I'll, I'll, I'll like to paint on things that are, you know, maybe a found piece of wood or, um, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, that's, that's not my most typical medium. I usually paint on canvas or, uh, you know, wood cradles or something like that. And so, so what can so, folks see? What are some of the pieces that uh, are at Glenn Hansen Gallery right now that folks can see if they come visit you? Well, that whole show right now, Water and Light, is a um, it's a landscape show, and I actually have so many different genres. It's 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 unusual for an artist, I think, uh, and I think other artists would agree, um, to paint so many different themes and in so many different mediums. But the current exhibit is uh, it's about it's over twenty pieces. I think it's you know, yeah, somewhere in the twenty one, twenty two pieces, and they're abstract landscapes to more, um, you know, more literal, uh, you know, or uh, abstract or uh, landscape pieces. And um, I'm really happy with them. We had a great uh, opening night. So many people turned out to see it. Um, I got some really positive feedback from curators and gallerists and uh, just art collectors in general. So, uh, but I've got a number of shows going on at, at the same time oh. at the moment. Oh, cool. Yeah. Tell us everything. Tell us where we can see you. Well, so also over at the M&T Bank in West Hampton, uh, they asked for landscapes. I was just uh, two weeks ago on the cover of Dan's paper with um, with a surfer painting. Um, I've got uh, pieces at the Sheen Center in New York City, uh, the, um, which is a really cool space for all sorts of art and culture. Um, and I've also got something going on at Gallery House in Lexington, Massachusetts. So, geez, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. And people are just so kind and supportive and interested, you know, in, work, in the art. So, uh, and so it's, it's nice. Really cool. I guess it's nice that you have. How does that work exactly? Cause I, well, I know I remember uh, gl the last time I saw Glenn, he was mm -hmm. actually getting in the car to go on a road trip, uh, either to yeah. pick up pieces or bring, I think, to pick up pieces. That's right. And yeah, so, he was, he was, so when yeah. you do, like, these shows, I mean, are you shipping, you're shipping your stuff out there or you're driving it out, I guess, either or? I always drive it. I always drive it. Uh, Glenn did uh, drive uh, to pick up and to drop off some things. But, um, 
you know, you need a vehicle that's big enough to do it, uh, depending on, you know, the size of your work, but you have 22 paintings to deliver. Um, uh, it's a, it's a kind of a packing, uh, puzzle, you know, you just have to pack wisely and protect each piece and put things on in between. But yes, I deliver it in person and I'll pick it up in person. And, um, and I guess that I like, to, is that, is that like a, um, make damn sure that nothing happens to them kind of a deal? And <laughs> oh, also- well, yeah. You know what? They, I do think of them as my children until they uh, go and live with somebody else for the rest of their life. But, right. So I do like to protect them. But uh, but you know what? I always say to somebody, God forbid, if something happens, don't panic. You know what? Right. It's just a thing. Uh, it's it's not a life. It's just a thing. And, yeah. 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 So, and I do like to give a lot of it away. So I, I really never get so attached to things, uh, but m- more so to the to the good we can do with those things. You know, you've got a talent, you're using your talent. We all have been given this amazing talent um, and purpose in life. And so that's all I'm doing is using my talent to hopefully uh, uh, do something good with it, to, um, to uplift people, to support organizations by raising money for them. Um, I did something with Tunnel to Towers a couple years ago. I see that. I just, I just pulled yeah. – uh, when I'm looking up your your name, the first thing that comes up is Tunnels to Towers Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very exciting. And I'm, I'm really most proud anytime I can uh, donate. It's sort of my gift back to God. God gives us all something, and what we do with it is our gift back to him. So that's what I really get the most pleasure out of is, um, you know – either finding somebody serendipitously who is in need of some sort of help or uh, finding an organization that I choose. And I absolutely love Frank Siller and the Siller family and um, how they honor their brother. And that's how that organization started. But uh, that one day and Fox News took me on. um, And in one day, in about 10 minutes, we raised $125,000 selling those prints. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, just in moments, you know. Um, so I, I just, and it's, you know, we don't do these things by ourselves. It's, it's other people cooperating and, and helping us. And you put pushing water uphill today. You know, we, we're all trying to do it. We're all trying to help each other. And, You're such um, a lovely human being. Oh, I thank haven't... you. You're a lovely yes. human being. So we are super excited. Where can we find you? Do you have, do you have a website? I do have a website. It's just lynnmara.com. Okay. But my most quickly and, you know, uh, things get posted most quickly on um, my Instagram account, which is just lynn.mara.art. Got it. And I posted something, of, uh, you know, about being on with you today. I'm so oh, thrilled thanks. and honored to uh, to get to meet you and be on with you. And, um, and Glenn told me it would be a pleasure. And he was he undersold it. So, so yeah, we, we will, nice. yeah, we have, we must do this in person next time. So I would love to again, Lynn, Lynn or yep. on Insta at Lynn.mara.art. Uh, do you know how long water and light is showing for in South? Hall? Just through Sunday. It's oh. been up for a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, yeah. This it's is the final terrific. weekend. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's the final weekend and it's a, you know what? Uh, I encourage people to get out there, go uh, taste wine, and visit all the shops and and the great restaurants, and make that a destination spot. Go see Glenn in his studio, and East End Arts uh, in Riverhead. Uh, you know, just great, great artists to discover on Long Island. And they're doing they're doing a really great campaign. Give it up for the arts, so uh, folks yeah. are giving up something, uh, yeah. and and pledging it, that amount to East End Arts and their programming instead. I thought that was fantastic. I believe they are eastendarts.org. I'll double-check that. But, of course, if you're not able to get out uh, to uh, the North Fork this weekend, you can also see Lynn's work at M&T Bank in West Hampton Beach, uh, or you can uh, go to the Sheen Center, or there's – what's the the gallery? In Lexington, Gallery, Mass? Yes, Gallery House is in Lexington, Massachusetts, and it's a brand new, um, it's a friend of mine, 
who opened this up, and it's like a coffee, music, art, you know, just a great place uh, for decorators and pe- all sorts of the local people to come in and visit and find something special for, you know, your decor. So uh, it's a really cool, you know, collection of, of artists that they've curated themselves. We love it. And, and again, that and yeah. that is eastendarts.org yeah. uh, for more information about East End Arts. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Lynn Mara. This is the Jimi Hendrix Experience. And you, whoever you are out there, you just heard the Tasty Tuesday segment underwritten by Southampton Arts Center this time talking about tasty stuff for your eyes here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, news you can trust, music you love.
one place that puts those two kings back to back. I gave a letter to the postman. It's right here. He put it in his sack. In WLIWFM. Bright and early next morning, he brought my letter back. She wrote upon it. Return the sender. Address unknown. No such number. No such song. We had a quarrel, a lover's spat. I write, I'm sorry, but my letter keeps coming back. So then I dropped it in the mailbox as in a special deed. Bright and early next morning, it came right back to me. She rolled up on it. Return to sender Address unknown No such person No such zone This time I'm gonna take it myself And put it right in her hand And if it comes back The very next day Then I'll understand
I'll take <laughs> albums that I loved in 2002 for 200, Alex. That's OK Go's self-titled record. And return. This is I Will Return from Reddit Tat's 2015 record, Magnifique. And I will return to you live, 9 o'clock, 9.06 tomorrow, as it, as it were. Right here on WLIWFM. Thank you to Will Ryan and Lynn Mara, as well as our underwriters, Peconic Landing, Southampton Arts Center, and you. The listener supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.